Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Call for Virginia teachers to contact parents if they suspect they have a transgender student. I'm Nick Ainelli. A new lawsuit claims the state of Maryland is giving foster kids mind-altering medications without an actual diagnosis. D.C.'s council bucks a mayoral veto and passes legislation to update the criminal code. I'm Megan Cloherty. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The heavy rains have mostly ended in California, but CBS's Nichelle Medina says threats remain. So the hazard doesn't go away when the rain stops. David Montgomery is a professor of geomorphology. He says it can be months before the danger has passed. Once you've had a lot of rain and the sponge is full, then the next rainstorm that comes in, the bar is lower for triggering new landslides. Since New Year's, California has experienced more than 500 landslides. The damage from all the storms is spread across 41 of California's 58 counties. It was a terrifying experience for a barista. Police in Auburn, Washington had released surveillance footage, which showed a man in a Chevy Silverado pickup grabbing a barista's wrist and trying to use a looped zip tie on her. This barista did an awesome job of fighting this person off. Colby Crossley with Auburn PD says the barista broke free as the man dropped money and sped away. You can tell that he put some thought into this plan. The suspect has now been arrested with police saying they searched his vehicle where they found evidence linking him to the crime. Matt Piper, CBS News. A failed Republican state legislative candidate in New Mexico is accused of orchestrating shootings at the homes of four Democratic lawmakers. More from CBS's Scott McFarlane. In their report, police say photos show Pena with one of the alleged accomplices and that individual with multiple guns and ammunition and that Pena paid one of the shooters $500. The police report says Pena was unhappy with one of the shootings and asked the shooters to be more aggressive, to shoot lower into the houses, and to do so earlier in the evening when targets would less likely be laying down. Solomon Pena is now in custody. The discovery of more classified documents at President Biden's home in Delaware was a a primary focus of questions at the White House Tuesday. More from CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Off camera, an aide in the White House counsel's office defends the limited disclosures and tells reporters that Republicans are offering fake outrage. A Qantas plane flying from New Zealand to Australia has landed safely in Sydney after issuing a mayday over the ocean. Multiple reports say the Boeing 737 suffered an engine failure. The American effort to train Ukrainian soldiers on the deployment of Patriot missiles is underway, says CBS News national security correspondent David Martin. About 100 Ukrainian soldiers began training at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. In the operation and, just as important, the maintenance of Patriot air defense missiles. The Pentagon says the training on the high-tech Patriots will take several months. Alaska state troopers say a polar bear has attacked and killed a woman and a boy in a tiny remote village in the western part of the state. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Introducing a six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code SKY. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special. 
He's Mike Marillo, and I have MS. I'm Nick Irons, and my dad has MS. Together, Nick and I are bringing you the Mastering MS podcast. Join us on our journey to learn more about multiple sclerosis and hear from people living their best lives with it. In our first episode, frontman for the band Everclear, Art Alexakis, tells you why. I'm grateful for my MS. Download the latest podcast of Mastering MS today. On Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. WTLP at 12.04. Good Wednesday morning, January 18th, 2023. Mostly cloudy, some patchy, dense fog by daybreak. 30s and 40s for the low. We're at 41 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. And Dean Lane, we thank you for taking us along through your midnight hour ride. Topping the local stories we're following for you this morning. Police are searching now for a man who shot and killed a woman and wounded two others locally in southeast D.C., all happening just before 9, Tuesday evening, last night on Benning Road near D.C.'s border with Prince George's County. 6th District Commander Darnell Robinson says the suspect targeted a man and a 15-year-old boy who were standing in front of a restaurant. We observed a suspect come around from the Shell gas station and open up fire to the two victims, uh, juvenile male and the adult male that was in front of the carryout. A woman who was inside the restaurant at the time was also shot in the head and died on the scene. D.C. police say the wounded 15-year-old fired at the suspects and is being charged officially with carrying a pistol without a license and other gun offenses. Police are searching tonight for the suspect. School resource officers should remain in Alexandria City Schools locally. The finding of the advisory group wanted to determine whether or not the future of SROs in the city's school system and what they would be. The School Law Enforcement Partnership Advisory Group, as it's known, has been meeting since last, last summer, that is, on this issue, and will present the recommendations, we're told, to the school board officially this week on Thursday. The group says SROs will not solve safety concerns on their own, but removing them would send a message to families that the school system doesn't take instances of violence seriously. If Virginia teachers have students in their classes identifying as a gender different from their biological sex, they would be required then to put calls out to parents. That's the way it would work under a controversial proposed law circulating in Virginia's General Assembly right now. It is sure to spark heated debate as the bill would require teachers to contact a student's parents if they have reason to believe that the student is self-identifying as a gender that's different than their biological sex. It's in line with Governor Glenn Youngkin's call for schools to require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pronoun other than what's in a student's official record. Youngkin said last week in his State of the Commonwealth address. Parents matter. We must protect their fundamental right to make decisions concerning the upbringing of their children. While the bill is picking up some Republican support, it will likely be voted down in the Senate, which is controlled by Democrats. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.06 on your Wednesday morning. The state of Maryland accused of routinely giving powerful and mind-altering drugs to children in foster care against their will. That is the claim of a class action lawsuit filed by Children's Rights and other groups. Nearly 34% of kids in the state's foster care system are given medications like antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds, or mood stabilizers. The lawsuit here says nearly three-quarters of the kids are taking the drugs with, without psychiatric diagnosis and that black children are even more likely to be put on psychotropic meds. Children's Rights says that the state's use of these drugs amounts to putting foster kids in a chemical straitjacket. No comment from the foster care system so far this week. Also new. 
D.C. has passed its first updated criminal code in more than 100 years. It was done through a council override of the mayor's veto. This new code lessens penalties for violent crimes, including carjacking. Ahead of the 12 to 1 vote, Councilmember Kenyon McDuffie and his colleagues acknowledged it's challenging to move forward on a bill to keep punishments proportionate to the crime when so many children are being affected by gun violence. And so the question that everybody's asking right now is, will this law make our city less safe? And I say no, emphatically It will not make our city less safe. New chair of the Public Safety Committee, Brooke Pinto, says the public and criminal justice stakeholders will continue to have a voice. The new law will not go into effect for another three years, during which time I intend to fully explore whether additional amendments to the criminal code make sense. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. In a statement following the vote, Mayor Muriel Bowser in the district says the updated criminal code, unfortunately, in her opinion, falls short on meeting the moment we're in right now. January 18th, where the time now is 12.08. Good morning. Welcome Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Rich Unders with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, work's done on the Beltway in Virginia on the inner loop as you head north of the Dolls Toll Road toward Georgetown Pike, now down to a single left lane to the work zone. Uh, volume is fairly light, so delays have been brief, but just be aware they're out there. For now, the outer loop, leaving the American Legion Ridge headed south through Tyson's. And around towards Springfield and even headed toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge are in pretty good shape so far. 95 south near the exit for Dale City, exit 156, works on in the left lane at 3. You get by without lady. We're also working 395 south, approaching Duke Street. The works on there blocks the single right lane. Northbound 395 looks good between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge. No issues are reported along the George Washington Parkway in either direction. 66 westbound between Route 7 and the Beltway, single left lane gets you by. Eastbound 66 between 29 gains on the Prince William Parkway. Single file left past the work zone. are also working eastbound at the beginning of the Roslyn Tunnel. And there you get by the work zone. Single file to the right. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Some areas of thick fog on this early Wednesday morning. Otherwise, a nice day overall. The sunrise today at 724, and as the sun comes up, we'll have a mix of clouds and sun with a bit of a breeze. Starting off with temperatures in the mid-30s to low 40s and warming to near 60, so mild for mid-January standards. Expect some rain at times tomorrow, otherwise plenty of clouds and highs in the upper 40s to mid-50s. Blustery on Friday with highs near 50 and wind chills in the 30s and 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 36 degrees for Belvoir, 41 Foggy Bottom, and in Silver Spring, 41 as well in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. And coming right up on WTOP this early morning. Murder charges filed against a man whose standoff with police ended with a fire in Southeast. I'm John Doman. It's 12-11. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. 
This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week. Glad you're sharing it with us here at WTOP. January 18th through the time now is 12-12. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. We turn now to a major development in the case of Anna Walsh, the missing mother of three and D.C. real estate executive who has actually been missing since New Year's Day. Her husband, Brian Walsh, now formally charged this week in her killing. Norfolk, Massachusetts DA Michael Morrissey making the announcement this week. A continued investigation has now allowed police to obtain an arrest warrant charging Brian Walsh with the murder of his wife. Anna Walsh went missing early in the morning of January 1st as she was traveling from Boston to D.C. Her body has not yet been found. Brian Walsh was already in police custody, charged with lying to investigators about his whereabouts in the days after his wife's disappearance. He's due in court in the case sometime this week. The armed standoff between a man and police, which escalated when authorities say he started a fire inside the residence locally that he was holed up in, has now ended with a murder charge. Police say 45-year-old Sherman Holly's now in custody on second-degree murder charges related to the death of a man found Sunday night in Southeast. Holly's accused in the stabbing death of 53-year-old James Brooks, whose body was found close to where the standoff with police happened on Monday afternoon. During that standoff, a fire was started that displaced five other people who lived in that building. An investigation into that fire is now being conducted in tandem with D.C. Fire and EMS and D.C. Police. Police. And so it's possible more charges could be filed against Holly in the future. John Dome in WTOP News. Martin Luther King III this week is defending a new monument that honors his parents following criticism of the recently unveiled sculpture. The monument is called the Embrace and represents the hug Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King shared after he won the Nobel Peace Prize. Back in 1964, the bronze sculpture has garnered mixed reactions and some criticism since its unveiling in Boston, with some saying it's weird and doesn't depict the couple's faces, making them unrecognizable. However, King tells CNN this week that he's satisfied with the artwork. I was certainly moved uh, by the overwhelmingness, the large capacity of this uh, sculpture. And one of the things our daughter said was, look, it represents love 360. Uh, You know, it's subjective. The bronze statue was sculpted by Hank Willis Thomas, who says he found inspiration in the photograph of King and his wife. A public memorial service for Lisa Marie Presley will be held this weekend at Graceland, the famed Memphis home of her father, Elvis Presley. The memorial will be held on the front lawn of the mansion over the weekend, Sunday morning. The 54-year-old died Thursday, hours after being hospitalized for a medical emergency. It was announced earlier that Lisa Marie Presley will be buried at Graceland next to her son, who died in 2020. Elvis and other members of the Presley family are also buried at Graceland. You are listening to 103.5 and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
Good Wednesday morning, January 18th, 12.15 sports time in Robstown once again this early hour. The Capitals already have more losses midway through January than they had all of December. They fell to the Minnesota Wild on home ice 4-2 to suffer their fifth loss of the month, Coach Peter Laviolette. There's a lot that we did good for 50 minutes. It's one of those games where I can't fault us and I can't fault the effort and I thought, you know, the, the chances that we had, the possession time, the odd, you know, the, again, the heavy weight of ozone possession time and the looks and pucks rolling across the crease. And, you know, we deflected ours, they go wide, they deflected theirs, they go in. And it's just the way the game went. Martin Faravari had a goal and an assist for his second career multi-point game. And Charlie Lindgren made 18 saves, but all three of the goals against the netminder in the second period came with a big forward setting a screen to obstruct his view. Better news on the local college hardwood. VCU routed UMass to remain atop the A-10 with a 5-1 and conference record. The Washington Commanders' search for a new offensive coordinator brought them to a Tuesday interview with Pat Shermer. Forget his 9-23 and record as a head coach in three stops. Shermer's resume as a coordinator includes an NFL assistant coach of the year nod in 2017. He's also credited with working well with young quarterbacks, a must for a team telling candidates they plan to start Sam Howell in 2023. An interesting and local option could soon come available. D.C. native Byron Leftwich is reportedly in danger of being fired as offensive coordinator in Tampa, though the Bucks say no decision has been made yet. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 1216 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Did you know eating fish caught in ponds, lakes, and streams could actually be hazardous to your health? That is the latest warning this week from research. A study published in Environmental Research has found that locally caught freshwater fish, including catfish, perch, and smallmouth bass across the nation, are contaminated with so-called forever chemicals. These are manufactured chemicals used in things like food packaging and waterproof fabrics. They're called forever chemicals because of their persistence in both the environment and the body. The researchers say identifying and eliminating sources of human exposure to forever chemicals is a public health priority. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Among the top stories we're following for you on WTOP this early morning, D.C.'s new criminal code lessens penalties for violent crimes, including carjackings. We'll tell you how the council went around the mayor on that decision this week. The latest in the President Biden classified documents investigation this morning, the Justice Department considering apparently having FBI agents at one point monitor a search of papers by President Biden's lawyers, but change their mind. We'll tell you why. Marjorie Taylor Greene and George Santos among the controversial GOP lawmakers just this week getting committee assignments. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Good Wednesday morning, January 18th at 1218. Our big weather on the 8th. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. They are checking for a crash in Frederick, southbound 15 near the interchange for US 40 West, Pat- West Patrick Street. Police and fire are headed that way. Check your mirrors for first responders. Now, on 270 north and south between the Beltway and Frederick, for now, nothing in your way. I 95 also looking good between the two Beltways. They're working southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, approaching 175. Single file left, get you by the work zone. Keep in mind, folks, coming off of westbound 175 to go south on the parkway. There's no merge area, so be extra careful trying to get onto the parkway southbound. Northbound side looks good, headed up toward I-195 in the Baltimore Beltway. No issues inside the Beltway, headed toward the district, so good news there. 50 between Annapolis and northeast Washington, you're in good shape. 
Uh, for now, the Bay Bridge, three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound, and no delay in either direction as traffic continues to move well. Uh, as of late, no issues on the Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery or Prince George's counties. Virginia Beltway working on the interloop between the Dulles Toll Road and Georgetown Pike. We are down to a single left lane through the work zone. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Starting off this Wednesday with temperatures in the mid-30s to low 40s and some areas of thick fog. As we head throughout the morning hours, the fog will scour out with a bit of a breeze around throughout the day today and a mix of clouds and sun. Temperatures warm to near 60, about 15 degrees above normal. Have the umbrella handy tomorrow. We'll have rain at times throughout the day on into the evening hours. Otherwise, plenty of clouds with highs in the upper 40s to mid-50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. 41 degrees in College Park, 43 in Fairfax. It's 41 on the National Mall. We're back down to 41 at our nation's capital midnight hour. Wednesday morning, midweek, January 18th. Glad you're with us. This check on WTOP. Brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Coming right up on WTOP this early morning for you. New leadership for Prince George's County's Board of Education following months of discourse. I'm Melissa Howell. It's 1220. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that... If you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital. Building campaigns that connect. Wednesday morning, January 18th, middle of your week, 1221 on WTOP. Thanks for sharing it with us. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Locally in Fairfax County, one security assistant may be assigned to each of the school system's five regions next year to focus on responding incidents at elementary schools. It's all part of Superintendent Michelle Reed's proposed fiscal 2024 budget. Reed telling the school board this week staffing makes it hard for every elementary school to have an additional security presence. The idea of putting out 141 folks right now, number one, I know the county, it's a challenge to keep first responders also hired and retained, recruit and retain first responders as well. So I, I think it's a start. Elementary schools in the county do not have school resource officers. Reed's $3.5 billion budget is scheduled to be approved this spring. Prince George's County School Board is moving forward with new leadership after the previous chair was ousted over accusations of misconduct. Judy Mickens-Murray has been selected to serve as the Board of Education Chair. Mickens-Murray was appointed to a four-year term on the board by the county executive back in 2021. The board's vice chair position will be filled by Lolita E. Walker. Now the changes come after months of discourse among board members, which led to the removal of Juanita Miller as chair amid allegations of misconduct, incompetence, and neglect. A judge will make the final decision on whether Miller should be removed from serving on the school board at all, a decision that could take several months. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. People across the country are turning to the 911 system apparently as they 
A primary source they use for medical care happens a lot, we're told, with older people who live alone and others who have chronic medical problems. And it costs cities and counties a lot of green, as in money, to send out emergency vehicles and first responders to help repeat 911 callers. To that end, independent journalist Brian Rinker tells WTOP that a Washington State Fire Department is apparently trying to address this critical issue with a specialized unit meant to help frequent callers improve conditions in their home and with their health. It's just a certain type of model where they're addressing these high utilizers. They hire nurses and social workers to work alongside firefighters. They will address the underlying social problems that these high utilizer callers have. And by doing that, they will reduce their reliance on 911 calls. Rinker says that social workers are important because they can provide services that first responders cannot. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. It's a big world. Eight billion people on 200 million square miles of this planet. But the news you care about most is what happens in and around Washington. That's why we have more reporters covering more local stories. Here in Georgetown. Breaking news from Landover. Here at the federal courthouse. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. WTOP News Time now, 1225. Money News, each half hour at 25 and 55. On WTOP, a preview of your business day now. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Are consumers starting to run out of money? A New York Fed report shows they may be. It says consumer spending grew 7.7% in December from a year earlier, down from 9% in August. An update on consumer spending today may also show a slowdown. Economists expect December retail sales to show a nine-tenths of a percent decline after falling six-tenths in November. More Americans are headed back to the office. Building security provider Castle Systems estimates that office occupancy in the 10 largest U.S. business districts reached nearly 47% of pre-pandemic levels last week versus less than 33% two weeks ago. And as companies push workers to return to the office, at least part-time, they're giving their hybrid schedules fancy new names. American Express calls it Amex Flex. At GM, they call it Work Appropriately. At Stellantis, it's the new era of agility. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the 